episode 66. How's everybody doing? I am recording from beautiful downtown Magneta One. I'm on Amic Harbor. This is a cottage recording. You know I take this goddamn podcast on the road from time to time. Something I like to do, and I will say that this episode is brought to you. Not by a movie from my youth. No, sir. It is brought to you by the anniversary, the 54th anniversary, 54 years, and the 17-year anniversary of the Toronto Maple Leafs despair, 54 years since their Stanley Cup, way before I was born, and 17 years since they won a playoff round. It is great despair, sports, health. Let's talk about all of it. Here we go. Who's a fat boy? Podcast Fat Boy. Okay, you know... I'm recording this old school. I got the H4N out. This is what I started with. This is what Mark Marin said to do. You know, this is what he took to interview Carrot Top at his mansion in Las Vegas. But the idiot used blue on core mics. I don't know why. Those require phantom power. So then you got to bother Carrot Top to plug in an extension cord somewhere. You should have just used a good old Shure SM58. That would have got the job done and given you plenty of time to record. But, you know, he was learning, too. What does he know? He doesn't know anything. He just holds mics and talks. So I had to, uh, I'm re-recording this episode a little bit. I, I did about 10 minutes of it. You know, I, I'm always wary of recording into computers, uh, mainly because my computer's old. It hasn't been updated in a long time, and now I'm kind of stuck where I can't update it anymore. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you know, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. So you got to go back to the old hardware days, the good old fashioned sound recorders that just never fucking let you down. They're just so fucking good. So I got that out, uh, in, you know, the opening turd, I talked about the Leafs, you know, it's been a rough fucking couple days. They lost game seven after being up three to one in the series. They're biggest lead they've ever had in I think since the 80s they they were up 3-1 once in the 80s that's how long it's been I was born in the 80s you know never done better than having a 3-2 advantage that they've also fucked Um, and you know credit to the Montreal Canadiens they beat them they did what they had to do to beat them they're not a good team I think the Winnipeg Jets are going to show you how good the Montreal Canadiens are. This is a, a franchise that was ready to trade their goalie a couple of weeks ago. He's injured. He's done. Carey's no good, and now he's uh, the best goalie that's ever lived. Carey Price is an amazing goalie. He 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 played well, but he did not look superhuman. He did not look like that gold medal winner in 2014 in Russia. He's looking like a 33-year-old who can stand on his head, but is fallible. And that's why we were up. We were so close. But, you know, I've, I've got this history in my family with hockey. You know, this is, this is what, uh, this is what we worshiped because, you know, there wasn't any religion in my dad's family. And, you know, that was the one thing that was on TV when they were kids. And that's, it just gets passed down that way because it becomes normalized. And, 
it's the same for me, you know? Like, I don't really have a church to go to every week. Like, it's just, it's, there's a comfort if you are a hardcore fan of something because, you know, it's, it, the, the team changes and the expectations change, but it's still there. And you know that people are going to show up and play for you. And, and, and there's always this bit of hope, but it starts to strain your mental health, which is important. You know, we have to talk about mental health. We've got to talk about physical health. This is a fitness podcast. We are one of the only pro fast food fitness podcasts in the business. Everybody knows that. Ask Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. Ask Tony Little. Ask them all. Okay, Suzanne Summers. They all know which one to go to if they want to listen to a pro fast food podcast. That's here. After the Leafs lost the last game before Game 7, that's Game 6, I had to power eat a Big Mac. And I split a six-pack of nuggets, too, with my wife. I had to do that. I had to put a bunch of chemicals in my body, some that can melt steel to help overcome the despair that I knew was coming. There was no part in me. I was this close. You can't see me right now, but I'm squeezing my thumb and my forefinger together, and they look like a little duck mouth this close to betting $500 on the Montreal Canadiens last night. I wanted to do it. I wanted to lose it, but I probably would have won about 1500 bucks or more because the betting odds, the betting odds across Las Vegas and everywhere else was 84% consensus that the Leafs would win. So that means a huge payout if anyone voted for the Habs. And uh, I didn't end up doing that. I tried to distract myself during the day. I cut the lawn up here. I did some labor. I cut some wood. And, uh, you know, I just put on my Sundin jersey, you know, my favorite jersey, my favorite player, and we streamed it on a little iPad. And uh, when that second goal happened, I just had to walk away. I had to think about my health. I had to think about the, the journey of this podcast, and I can't be down in the dumps for the listenership of this podcast. So I had to leave, and I had to watch a sunset. And I was terrified to go back. I'm not going to lie. I was terrified to go back and see if it was 5 nothing because it could have very well been. I was very shocked to see it was still 2 nothing. Um, The two goals that went in were just kind of, you know, what uh, we expected during this season, during the series. Weird deflections and soft goals. That's really what killed us. And our goalie played good. But I'm not here to talk about the play-by-play. I'm here to talk about sports and how it is important to people. And people that are hardcore into it, you know, it, it's a tough, it's just a tough thing. You devote a lot of hours. You know, you devote. If you're watching every game, that's like 200 hours a season. And then on top of that, you're reading articles and you're, you know, you're following the the news of the management and everything else and you're... You're, you're talking to your friends, you know, it's like, it's a, it really takes up a big part of your life. It's a big part of your conversation. And everybody's like, the point of sports is that your team is supposed to win every once in a while. Everybody's supposed to have a shot. You know, I can't say that everyone has a shot to win the championship every year, you know, like that's one team at a 30 or 31 or whatever. That's really hard. That's like the cards got to be in your favor. 
But really, you just got to win four matchups. Four matchups and you win. But you got to get through the first round. So it's just been this dreary time for hardcore fans where we're just, as one friend put it, uh, our emotional bank account is bankrupt. We just don't have any more to give right now. We can't. Well, they, they were distracted by the fans and we weren't even in the stands. Like it's uh, they, just the pressure that we put on them, that they put on themselves by losing and losing. It's just, uh, it's not as fun, you know? It's not as fun. Uh, you're looking for that, that distraction from the despair of life because whatever way you look at it, life is despair. It's always going to be there, but you find joy and you find distractions and then it's not so bad. It softens, you know? So it's like, well, what the fuck am I even doing here? If this, if this team just seems destined to never, ever reach the pinnacle. So I don't really know how I feel. I don't know how I'm going to, you know, you got to think about your health. I have to think about my health with this team and how I don't know. I don't know if I can go back and be as hard into them as I, as I am, you know, I think I have to think about myself and maybe worship something else that's going to help me with the despair of life. But what, you know, when I'm talking about those moments of despair that you get a little bit of joy from one of them is a fucking birthday. Hit it. Mr. Tom Holland is 25 years old. That's the Spider-Man. Isn't that the new Spider-Man? He's a young kid. He's 25 now. So what, did he get his first Spider-Man when he was like 20, 21? This is why I audition for garbage commercials all the time. I have missed my prime. They're not going to put me, they're not going to make me Wolverine at 36. That's for sure. Oh my goodness, Marilyn Monroe would have been her... 95th birthday? Oh my god, could you imagine? Happy birthday, Mr. President! Probably sounds something like that. I bet you should still be a knockout. 95. She'd probably be one of those old bras that were still drinking and smoking, saying, like, God forgot about me. Brian Cox is 75. I'm into Succession now. He's a star of Succession. He plays like the Murdochy type of character, and I'm, you know, I'm. It's a hard show to start. If you haven't started, I don't know. It's hard. To, it just doesn't grip you right away. I think because everyone's just too busy being a smarmy asshole, and you immediately don't root for anyone. But then it starts to, you know, you get to know some people, and and you maybe root for a couple, or you root for their demise. Either way, it becomes very entertaining. So happy birthday, Brian Cook. Brian Cook, Brian Cox. <laughs> He's 75. Oh, man, there's a lot of dead people's birthday today. Powers Booth, Rene Aubergenoy. Aubergenoy, is that how you say it? He, I think he, he he looks like a Star Trek guy. Was he on Deep Space Nine? He died? Fucking Andy Griffith died? Oh, man, he would Same age as Marilyn Monroe. Would you look at that? Would you look at that? I wonder if they ever crossed paths before she died in 1962. I'm sure she loved the Andy Griffith show back then. It was on, right? It was before 62. It was the late 50s. 
I'm sure she did. Hi, Eddie. I hear it's your birthday. <laughs> oh, God. Amy Schumer's 40. Happy birthday, Amy. I know you listen to the podcast. I know I helped you get through that difficult pregnancy uh, in that doc, I'm sure. Uh, very sick. She was very sick during her pregnancy. Watched the doc uh, puking all the time. Just doesn't make it look good at all to have children. <laughs> Pat Boone's 87. God bless. Can't believe he's still alive. Lettuce Moore says 47. Oh, my God. You know, you always got to think about that blowjob in the theater, Alanis. Tell us who it was. You got to tell us or we're going to forever think it was Dave Coulier. What if it was Bob Saget? What if it was, like, one of the full house guys? And she knows. She called, you know. Maybe it'll be on her deathbed. Maybe it'll be in the will. Maybe she'll leave it to her kids. <laughs> my Final testament, the blowjob in the theater. Elena's Morset, the one of the greatest. Mi- that's an unsolved mysteries. I know they rebooted that show, and I think that's one of the things they need to ta- tackle. What the fuck happened in that theater, Alanis? Let's move on to some uh, fitness update. update okay guys i'm a bit under i mean obviously because of the the sports uh despair that i'm feeling um not feeling super faithful in uh you know my uh my exercise and my progress. I don't really know where it's going. I'm just trying to keep moving. Just trying to keep fucking moving. That's what I'm trying to do. I've, you know, been working out more consistently than I ever have, averaging three to four times a week. Uh, you know, stepped on the scale, wasn't happy with what I saw. Looks like I've gained a lot of weight. Don't know how much of it is muscle. Don't know how much of it is fat. I think it's somewhere in between. Let's say 10 fat, 10 muscle. And that's being generous to the muscle, let's be honest. But, you know, I'm kind of fucking sick of being so hard on myself because I have been my whole life. Ever since I was running with my friends in elementary school and they were all, like, athletes that could (laughs) run the Olympics, it felt like. Ever since then, just constantly feeling bad about myself. Feeling, like, limited. Feeling like genetically uh, faltered uh it's just i'm tired of it who gives a shit fucking gives a shit just fucking do what makes you happy if you're not the size you think you're gonna be so what just keep trying to be healthy a little bit keep exercising walk do some fucking outside door chores you know so you know i'm doing my best i'm doing my goddamn best but uh, I just need to really. I if I could get used to the feeling of hunger, and like embrace it, not uh, indulge it, or maybe you know drinking water instead of uh, filling it with chips or something like that. Because it's not like I eat a lot of food. It's not like I eat a lot of fast food. Even though this is a pro fast food podcast, uh, I don't generally eat that much fast food and stuff. I try to eat healthy and I fucking eat so much salad. It makes me sick. So 
I don't know. Maybe I've got a genetic issue. I got some fatty tubs in one side of my family. You know, maybe that shit's passing on. Of course, the athletic side of my family does not. But that's something that I just, you know, I was clearly born with. (laughs) I was born without, I think is what I'm trying to say. But anyways, I'm up here in Magnetowan. I'm having a great time. Episode 66. The sun is out. It's beautiful. There's going to be another sunset. I'm going to watch that one too. I'm going to make a fucking drink. And I'm going to have a good time. So let's get to some health news and wrap this shit up, eh? All right. Please hang up and try again. Fitness News. Okay, so we got so I got some big health news since the last podcast. It is official. I have been vaccinated with my first dose. Thank you. Thank you very much. I do have the Pfizer flowing in my body, and every time a mosquito bites my ass up here, I extend a hand and we shake, and I say, congratulations, you are now vaccinated. Uh, I wish all the best for you and your family. Um, you know, just keep keep uh, driving me insane. I'm just glad I'm able to uh, preserve your life. And then I smacked it against my body, and it exploded. So that felt good, too. But I do have the vaccine, and you know it was uh, it wasn't uh, the most glamorous way to get it. You know, my wife got it in like a an arena, and they you know it was kind of like they had a whole system apparently, and it just at the end of it there was all these like sticky notes that you could write on on the the sticky notes for healthcare workers, and apparently it was a very emotional thing. I went to a shopper's drug mart, and they made me sit in like the battery aisle when I was done. <laughs> People were walking around me being like, I'm trying to get some tampons here. And I'm like, sorry, I'm trying to make sure the peg doesn't take me down. 15 minutes, let's see how the peg does in you. You know what the peg is, right? It's the thing everyone's worried they're allergic to. But apparently we've been mainlining peg for quite a while in our cosmetics and whatnot. So if I had a peg problem, and I'm not talking about peg Bundy, I'm talking about vaccine peg. I think I'd know by now, okay? Got the vaccine, had the sore arm, felt a bit off, you know, felt a bit headachy, like in a weird way where like my face just felt a bit sore. (laughs) And it looks like I'm passing that, you know, VIT threshold, which I know they haven't talked about, but, you know, it's almost just as fucking prevalent in the Pfizer as it is the AstraZeneca, it's just all, all who controls the narrative. The private companies, you're goddamn right they do. You're goddamn fucking right. But it's really not that much different as far as the blood clotting and whatnot. But it seems like, you know, I was sure I'd get it too. Oh, I was fucking sure I was getting the VIT. I thought I was called VIPIT. What happened to that? It's like when they called the coronavirus and they changed it to COVID-19. I was like, it's like, pick, pick a thing. Is that different? Vipit good. That's one of the episodes of my episode. I named my episode after it. Vipit good. So anyways, everyone's saying vit, you know, and uh, I'm happy to report back. It doesn't seem like anybody I know, and I know a lot of people who got the vaccine haven't really had any complications. And, uh, you know, if you haven't gotten it yet, uh, just get the fucking shot. You know, like in the last episode, what did Mark Maron say when I, I played that little clip? Just get the fucking shot. 
And uh, yeah, now that I'm in it, you know, now that I've had the shot, it just seems fucking crazy. All the hesitation and the worry, I think that's all okay. You got to have that. But once you dive in and you get that drip in you, it's fucking, it's on, you know, get the fucking shot. Just get it. Don't worry about yourself. Worry about everybody else for a change. I know that's fucking way, way at a, at a line for what we we are like as humanity these days. We are not giving a fuck about each other unless it's able to go into a meme format. Unless it's, uh, you know, something that, that uh, the pressure to make some kind of statement to save your own ass and to not look like a jerk, then everybody is suddenly caring about certain things. I'm not going to talk about them, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Maybe if we've been paying a little more attention to certain things, we would recognize that this shit has been happening and being discovered for many, many years. So interesting when we decide to open our eyes and become woke. So interesting. Uh, the other health news I want to talk about now that we're off the vaccines is, uh, you know, fucked up moms, you know, (laughs) there's this, uh, well, there's this mom that pretty much has a dirt baby. Uh, and you know, I know this power of breast milk and I, you know what? I, I bet it, it does. It does have a lot of great properties. I think it's really good. I'm coming from somewhere where I was like a fucking formula baby. I didn't get any breast milk. And I was sick all the fucking time as a kid. Maybe that's why. Maybe my immune system is shit. I think it got better with age. You know, I've built up a lot of antibodies, but it was a lot of work. It was a lot of days home, a lot of fevers, coughs, sniffles. But I think some moms, and I was reading this article about a mom, of course, a TikTok fucking thing, because TikTok is the true end of us, people watching a TikTok thing, because I'm going to talk about all that other shit. I got something about TikTok as well, but this um, this mother, you know, thinks that her baby is so invincible because of, of uh, the breast milk that she lets him eat sand and lick shopping carts, and, you know, just get those fucking germs in there any way she can, because she wants them to build up his immune system. And the thought, the idea of it is is not a bad idea, okay? I don't think you need to force this onto a, a small child. I think that that's naturally going to happen. This, this, That's all this, this planet is, is disease and germs and parasites and everything else. So he, you don't need to rush him into that and think that the breast milk is like going to be some kind of vaccine to everything. And this person is getting criticized because for one, feeding your child sand is going to fucking, they could choke. Also, they could get other things like uh, parasites and, uh, and <laughs> like other diseases from it. Uh, it. It just, it's not advised to, you know, put a child in a bubble his whole life. And it's also not advised to like have them just uh, putting themselves at unnecessary risk for really hurting themselves. And this shit, you know, will fly in the TikTok. 
I don't fucking have TikTok. I'm not going to get it. I'm too old. But people see the shit and they start doing it too. And then someone gets fucking hurt. This is where we're at. Eventually, and I'm not even kidding, TikTok and shit like that will be where you go to get your news. Because we're already on page one of Google. We're already just reading headlines right now. A lot of people are like that. What the fuck did we not learn in school when we wrote all those essays and we had to have so many goddamn sources and we kept trying to get away with it? Remember, there were like one internet source, one fucking internet source. That's all you get. I bet that's changed now. Because like uh, back then it was like, what are you going to cite an angel fire site? Just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. We need we need to focus or something a little bit more. I don't know I don't know what. Maybe we just start by calling people and talking to them, having conversations. Maybe that's it. Let's get to some other shit. Okay, like, so I was talking about TikTok just to show how fucking stupid TikTok is and how adults are just idiots on this thing. There's something that I've never heard of. Of all my years, in and out of personal training, going to gyms, I did, I've never heard of anybody doing this. But there's something called dry scooping. Have you ever heard of dry scooping? So what dry scooping is is that uh, instead of mixing your protein powder with water and then drinking it like you're supposed to, people obviously, they just like, I guess, take a shot of the powder and then chase it with water. And that's supposed to, you know, people do it as a pre-workout thing so that like they have more energy. A lot of protein powder has a lot of caffeine in it, like 250 milligrams per scoop. So people are getting like a huge shot of caffeine with it, which is really dangerous. And a couple of these TikTok idiots that watched this thing going around tried it. One woman <laughs> who was an exotic dancer <laughs> had a heart attack, <laughs> gave her a heart attack, obviously, because maybe she had some, you know, an uh, an ailment for her heart ailment that she didn't know about. I don't know. But she took a huge dose of a protein powder. Uh, you can also choke on it. You can have an allergic reaction. Another woman couldn't breathe and had to get her inhaler. What the fuck? Why? Why? Why do people need to go into a workout like they have to like you know feel like a a nine year old or something? You know, I feel like that's the, the time when you have your most energy. Eight, nine years old. Just be yourself. Eat some whole foods, you know, prepare, drink water beforehand, get your energy up that way. You don't need to do this shit. Dry, see, and I've always been scared about dry scooping with like psyllium. I always get really worried about that because you can choke and, you know, psyllium, it, uh, I take psyllium a lot, obviously, because I'm Scottish and my bowels are in an upheaval all the time, but they, they, it absorbs a lot of water and that's why when you you know, you take it with water and then you have to drink a lot of water after because it just like starts 
absorbing and you get dehydrated. So, yeah, I'm not going to be dry scooping. I don't advise dry scooping. This poor exotic dancer, she's trying to make a living here. The COVID's already got her down. She's probably got no lab dances, nothing like that. She's dry scooping, having a heart attack. She was uh, she was 20, by the way. 20. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry about that. I, uh, I shouldn't be saying his name like that. I know a lot of you love him. Um, so, uh, what's the last thing I want to talk about before we wrap this cottage pod up? I think, you know, it feels good to be back on the H4N Zoom with the mic plugged into it. I, 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 I figured it out and, uh, guess what? It didn't fucking cancel on me. Isn't that good? Last thing I want to talk about. This is not health related at all in some ways because it's related to martial arts, which is a great workout. I can't say Why? But I've been working on the Walker Texas Ranger reboot. It's just called Walker. And it's starring J- Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. Um, do not enjoy his acting. And I just don't get it about these reboots. We're rebooting all these old shows all the time. Okay. So you want to take the characters and you want to like just, you know, get some new actors and, you know, bring it up to date. Cell phones instead of rotary. I get it. But with this show, it is the most boring cop show I've ever seen. Uh, and there's no martial arts. Now, Walker, so I, like, what, what are we rebooting here? Just make a dumb, sappy Texas Ranger show and stand on your own two legs. Why is he using, you know, this past franchise for one, and he's not singing in the intro? That show was a joke. You can't reboot a joke show like that, that they did so well and had this insane martial artist who never used his gun and was always drop kicking women in the face. <laughs> that's the whole reason a certain generation watched this show. And now, and now the, the Gen Z people or whoever the fuck watched CW, they don't even know what the fuck that show was. I don't think the name means anything to them. So I just don't get, I don't get why this reboot thing is just getting sloppier and sloppier. And that is definitely like, I can't believe we got a season two. It's got a season two. So if you're a fan, that's great. You're going to love more of the terrible show. It's just so bad. <sighs> he better get a fucking white belt or something by the end of that first season. He better get a yellow stripe on that white belt like I had. I Or just uh, he picks up a flyer or something for Kung Fu and he checks it out at least. Something. He watches a Bruce Lee movie. I don't fucking care. He's got to do a nod to the martial arts because that's what that whole show is about. A fucking Texas Ranger doing karate. Not a fucking Texas Ranger who got his wife into the show to play his dead wife. It's just, yeah, his wife plays his dead wife. You know what I'm saying. And it's just, uh, God, is this what kids are watching? Is this what the Gen Z want? The fuck does he do is just a a garbage heap of weird reboots and adaptations now, you know? Boy, 
Um, but uh, yeah, that pretty much brings me to the end. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for sticking through my leaf rant. And yeah, let's uh, maybe I'll do another one of these next week. I don't know. Don't fucking pressure me. All right, see you soon.